You are listening to your wrestling podcast fix. New weekly episodes of NZ Geary at iTunes and SoundCloud.com. Yo, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? I'm D.B. Richards. This is Fran. And we got Christina Marie. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Doing great. Good. How you doing? Um, I heard you had a, a match last night. How was that? Um, uh, it was quite a beating, but it was, you know, I, it was, it was good. But I mean, bad part is I lost my PPW title so to mercedes martinez but she put a hell of a beating on me i'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah um mark um mark um mark smart mark alley told me they're behind you to get your title back that was one of the yeah, messages no, I see that. that means a lot yeah i'm supporting hey i hope you get the title back soon okay um hey you just gotta work a little harder for those things you know oh yeah um i want to start off um who trained you? Shockwave the robot trained me. Shockwave? I don't. I don't know that one. Everybody that we always talk to seems to it seems to be the same like couple of people, but that that's that's a new one. That is a new one. We never heard. Um, this is a new one. I I have to look him up. Um, how long? Yeah, have I you... know. What's that? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So go ahead. I'm... Can you tell us a little bit about Shockwave? Um, Shockwave is uh, a robot. <laughs> He's uh, actually, <laughs> obviously, I would, you know, you would think that. Um, <laughs> he's a, uh, uh, what, what can I start by saying about him? You know, he's uh, pretty much amazing, you know. He's been to Japan back then, you know. He hasn't really wrestled too much anymore. You know, the age has gotten to him and stuff. But he, he's one of those, you know, very different, basic, but like, really unique type of wrestler you know like there's no nobody as a robot out there you know still there's nobody out there that's straight robot so he's pretty unique i i, I we we talked to um you know brian Sosha? he he was i a believe chi- i met him yes. he was a chick magnet in ecwa he um had a story um about ken the box you ever heard of ken the box i've heard of him but i, I haven't really seen too much of them to be completely honest okay um because i'm thinking robots boxes and i don't know <laughs> um <laughs> it comes up with a whole get up like you know like literally it, it's all it's, it's it's crazy it's all light up and it's it's heavy too you know it's like heavy armor and stuff and it's just crazy like you're gonna have to really look them up you know oh yeah Type in shockwave the rope on youtube you'll see all of his videos and stuff already wrote his name down i'm gonna check him out after this interview um, how long have you been in this business for? It's going to be three years in July. Oh, congrats for that. Oh, thank you very much. Um, what what inspired you to get into the business? Um, what inspired me was, you know, I growing up I was very, I'm still very athletic, but I was just one of those, you know, tomboys. So growing up I wanted to do, you know, like a, contact sport you know if it was ufc mma and 
when I started watching wrestling, you know, it wasn't really like at a fair young age. It was like when I was in my teens, I, I really started getting attached to it. And what really got me into it was my brothers, kind of, because, you know, they did amateur wrestling growing up. You know, they're eight, seven years older than me, and they used to always practice on me for their amateur wrestling match. You know what I mean? So I, I, I always wanted to get into wrestling, but uh, what got me into it was a buddy that knew I wanted to always try it, you know what I mean, give it a shot and see, you know, if I had what it takes. And I actually found a school um, in Albany, New York, that Shockwave was uh, training at the time under Jerry Idol. Um, it's called Extreme Wrestling Alliance. And I gave it a shot, you know, I gave a tryout, and I absolutely fell in love with it. And ever since then, I've been working hard to get to be the best I can. Was there anybody that encouraged you or maybe on the flip side, like, discouraged you, like, oh, maybe you should look into something else, and you just kind of had to say, this is what I wanted to do? Um, I, I mean, Rick Recon is actually an independent wrestler himself. He, you know I mean? We grew up in the same town, so, like, we kind of had the same ultimate goal. So, me and him always wanted to find a school, but it's very hard in that, that area, like the 518, it's very hard to find a school in the area. So, we ended up looking up, and we found a school, and he's motivated me, and I motivated him to get into professional wrestling. And then there was always a couple other people that are close to me that were like, you sure you want to do this? You know, a lot of people don't find it fun, you know, but hey, that's what makes me different and that's what makes us different in the business. Right. So right. you're going to have people that are going to try to steer you the wrong way, but that's what they want. You know what I mean? Like, what do you want for yourself at the end of the day is what you really want and what makes you happy. So right. I've had my ups and downs. I've had feedback, you know, you got to have both sides of the pole. Correct. Um, what was the best advice from your trainer or other talent that was in a ring where you have given you? Uh, best advice I could say is be confident. Um, go, you know, be confident in yourself and who you are and what you perform. And as an athlete, also, um, that I could say that's the biggest advice. Um, especially now, like I still get that told to me. You know, it's like a refresher. Like, hey, don't remember. You know, your confidence means everything. So I would probably honestly say that. Like, you gotta have confidence doing this. Because if you go out there, nobody's gonna believe that you don't believe in you if you don't have your own belief in yourself. Out of, um, absolutely, um, out of everybody that you've worked with or, like, people that you've seen wrestle, whether it be male or female, has there been anybody that's kind of, like, um, I guess you, maybe you might have, like, taken your style from what they do or have you, like, tried to make your own unique style? Not really, um, it's, you know, it's crazy, it's, like, growing up in, um, Albany and then going to the school in Albany it was very hard I mean not hard it was just not that many women talent not that many women people or anything so for me to you know what I mean to teach anybody or really like take anything from anyone I was kind of learning from the guys so that's where I got also the rough style from you know like the, the strong style along with my athletic background so I haven't got the chance to really put anybody like or influence anybody, I mean, that I know of, you know, I always give little tips that I learn from my trainer to other people, and that's how you grow and you learn, you know, you learn every day, you learn every match. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask a question about um, when you were training, was there other females with you training? But you answered yeah, that question. Yeah, no, there was. What? Yeah, there you go. I answered that question. Yeah, I was the only female that actually graduate from that school. Um, 
that, you know, there was probably one or two other people that did, you know what I mean? They're both males, but I was one and only female that went through the training and, uh, started my independence career. Okay. Um, what was the first company you have worked for? Uh, New England Champion Wrestling, I think it was. I think it was in Boston. It was at a fairground. It was at, oh my God, I can't even think of the fairground right now. Jeez. You don't have to say um, the fairground. Who was your first opponent? Uh, Toxis was. She was one of the biggest female opponents I had. And it was a brutal one, you know? <laughs> I got, I got, <laughs> got squashed. <laughs> It happens. But it hey, happens. you got to start somewhere, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, like, I was looking around on oh. the on the internet to see what other companies you've been with, and I didn't see that much. So I saw you were at ECWA and PPW. Um, what? Yeah. Uh, go on. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. And I know you did um, standalone wrestling with because um, I was there when I talked to you. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. um, I've worked for... A lot of companies. I've worked for uh, OTW, actually, this weekend was my first debut, and that was in uh, Medford, New Jersey, I think. Yeah, Medford, New Jersey. Okay. Um, but I've worked for the Dynasty that when they were running, they haven't ran this year. Um, Immortal Championship Wrestling is a new company um, ran by Mike King. He's also in my uh, area of Albany within an hour and a half distance. Uh, I've traveled up to Maine for... Pro Wrestling Takeover. Uh, I went over to Ohio for MAW. Um, I've, I can say her name a lot more. Oh, my goodness. Um, besides BBW and ECWA, those were the most places I was consistent at, especially when I became champion for ECWA back last March yes. um, when I faced Damaris. Uh, trying to think what else I can name. Sorry, because I'm driving right now, so it's like hard to pay attention and drive. Uh, <laughs> Where are you coming from? I'm coming from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Scranton, Pennsylvania. Are you still there? Did we lose her? Oh, we just got it. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh, there goes the, uh, the glorious, great. glorious Facebook Messenger yes. with the data. We're going to pause this very briefly. I hope she gets back soon. Um, I've worked for uh, WXW, C4. Okay. For the Samoans. Um, I've been to Angel Gate in Pittsburgh, PA. I've also... Did we lose her again? No. Sorry, I'm oh. here. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> hey, don't worry. I'm never going to hang up, so it's just going to be the connection. I am so sorry. No, don't uh, worry. Don't EXW, worry. That, that was in Pittsburgh. I did with this girl named Jasmine. Um, she has, like, bluish hair and stuff. Okay. But, uh, I've also went to uh, Pesta Strength, too, in Connecticut. I've worked for Paul Roma and Mario Mancini for PAPW. Oh, Paul Roma. Didn't even know I he worked. was still around. I didn't know he was still yeah. around either. Wow. Yeah, he, well, he runs He runs a promotion. He's still out there. He's still out there being Paul Roma, man. <laughs> <laughs> One of the four horsemen. Good guy. <laughs> yeah, um, I've, uh, I have the other one on my tip of my tongue. I've worked 
I got. I wish I had my list in front of me because then I could sit here and just name them all off. You. <laughs> uh, no problem. I've worked for try to think a Rhode Island um, outside the box wrestling. Um, can't really think anything I can ramble off my mind right now. Yeah, that yeah. I can think of. Well, just sorry. just too many to mention at this time. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I could I could probably keep going honestly. Um, but most places I do, I'm, I, I'm, I compete for PPW every month. Um, I haven't been at ECWA since I lost, and then you know being mistreated by uh, Mike Tagliari. So, you know, I, I just no longer, you know, unless I go there, I'm just gonna put my boots to him. Other than that, you know, I just leave leave that alone. It's not worth my time, not worth my energy. So, you know, business is business. I totally understand. I I know somebody else has a problem with him too, and he will never work for um, ECWA ever again. Um, mm-hmm. And also, I worked for uh, SWF. Um, actually, I have a match coming up there. It's a tag team match with uh, my boyfriend Johnny Moran against Scarlet Bordeaux and another opponent I can't think of off the top of my head that was just announced. And then also, I am working a tag team match with. Johnny Moran with against Ali Rex and Mike Orlando next month on the 13th of April. Okay, like a lot of people on the internet um hates the whole like a lot of people are like talking about like in gender and gender matches. Intergender matches. And um mm-hmm. and they're always like saying that's not fair for men versus women. What is your take on it? I totally get the opinions of it not being fair so what but it was you know what i mean you gotta think like even if it was a guy and a guy going out there and having a wrestling match it's still no matter what you look at it we don't do it by weight it's not amateur you know what i mean so we go out there and it could be i can go up against like my first match a 300 pound opponent and then you know what i mean me going up against them is that still fair is that still, you know a lot of people still don't think that's fair so what's the difference if a female wants to wrestle a guy if it's bigger than you if it might Hey, there's guys that are the size of me. I mean, look at me. I mean, I'm five foot two, but I have more muscle than most of the guys. <laughs> it, I guess it would be the whole thing of like when people were uh, crying about cer- certain. Um... Oh. oh, here we go again. Oh, Facebook Messenger. See, that's um, why I don't. That's for me being capable, and you're strong enough to do it. You know. All right, go go out there and face your other opponent if it's big, small, I think you should have a fighting chance. You know, a lot of people don't believe in that female and guy contact, but you know what I mean? It's 2019. You know what I mean? There's people out there physically not even in the ring, you know, hitting each other. You know, there's like, you know, I, everybody has their own opinion about it, but I think like, if you don't have a fair chance in hell to fight somebody, if it's a male or female, I don't think, I don't think anything bad of it. You know what I mean? I, I kind of, I, I dig it. You know, I've had a lot of intergender matches. Um, I've wrestled King Leon, the sick, him being a big guy, you know, I wrestled wrestling, um, and they were bigger. It's just a matter of, you got to put more work in, you know, you're fighting, you're fighting, you know, if you're fighting a bigger opponent, you just know you're going to have to fight like hell. You know what yeah. I mean? It just matters how much you got to put in. Exactly. <clears throat> see if this uh Braggers. Okay, go ahead. Is she still there? Yeah. Still there? Okay. Yeah, cool. I'm here. I'm here. Okay, I was just making sure I 
Okay. I know, I know. Messenger, man. Messenger. Oh, gosh, yes. I didn't know what you wanted to use, and I was like, Messenger, I, it's up to all you guys. You know what I mean? That's no, no, all good. Um, yeah, whatever you want. So that was up to you guys, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, I, oh, my gosh. Oh, where am I? I have a list of stuff in them. Okay, here, I'll, here I'll mention something. Thank you. So one of the one of the storylines in uh, WWE that we've been actually talking about the last couple episodes was the whole thing going on with uh, Ronda Rousey, and not even not even the aspect of like you know how they're how she's like doing promos or whatever on social media saying, oh this is fake and I'm real, but that that's kind of, I mean like people could argue that all day, but what's your opinion on? the use of social media in pushing storyline. Sometimes it could be a, a little too much, but that's how you, you know what I mean? You get out there and you get people's opinions. You get people to, you know, write what they, like, give feedback. You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to get feedback just from people writing their own statuses? You know, stories out there and then, you know, they write articles and stuff. It kind of... It gets the fans to feel like, you know what I mean, they, they are involved, which they are, you know what I mean? Like, we're out there doing, you know what I mean, we're doing this for a living, just so, like, we're the best for them, you know what I mean? And they're our motivators. If they're not, you know what I mean? Like, if you're out there and you just don't care about your fans, which be, there's some wrestlers out there that could care less what you think, you know? There's, there's right. good guys and bad guys, so. But, um, sometimes it could be a little bit too much, like, you know, same with, like, the Ronda Rousey thing, the Becky Lynch, and then same with the Roman Reigns with the leukemia like you got half the people that think it's fake you know and half people that think it's real you like again you got both sides of the pole so i think it's just more of a viewer like it's it's i think it just kind of gets people more involved and it also gives you know a good story for them to think of you know what i mean like oh hey the fans are going like this they're thinking this you know so i think it's more of a it's, it's a good thing that they write stories, but sometimes it can be a little extent because you got people out there that want to fight each other yeah. over argument wrestlers. <laughs> right. Well, the yeah. Well, the other thing is the fact that like there's some people that will mention like you know um, I, I guess how how wrestling as far as fan interaction and everything has been changing over the years, and some people still want to try to keep like more traditional things, but like. Is there anything that, like, is better about the old school, like, compared to how things are now? Um, I think old school was very, very intense. Um, not saying that it's not intense now in the ring. It's, uh, more about, it's more about, I feel like, performance, but there's just different style of wrestling now. You got Lucha, you got Basic Matt, you know what I mean? Um, you got more of, you know, gimmicks out there, you know, uh, but, like, what I love about old school is it, it's, you know what I mean? It's it's not basic, but it's just more intense. It's more, it's more, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like, I was watching a couple old school matches. That's crazy how you said that. And I was looking at it, and it was just, like, so much more, like, yeah, there was less moving, more impactful hits. That, you know, nowadays it's like, you got a lot of athletic, you know, you got people that do flips, you got yeah. people that do a whole bunch of stuff, so it's different but then there's me like i try to keep some old school basic map you know strong style and then i do have a lucha style to me but it just depends on my opponent and what i need to strategize to win so it, it depends you know what i mean you gotta think it's strategize hey if you got more things to do to beat your opponent now you know 
and that's it. Some people like it. Some people think it's a crock of shit. You know, some people are like, oh, that's that's sick. That's cool. So, uh, I would say, you know, it's. I think it's better now because you got more like more more things to see instead of just lock up. You know, punch, body slam, cover. You got more of a a a, a, a show to kind of watch. Like more more to expect, more to be excited for. Yeah, it's also like there's so many various styles out there that there's something for basically everybody. Oh yeah, it's true. Okay, I asked um, Piggy Sanchez a while back, what is the worst injury you had so far in a match? The worst injury I've had so far in a match was uh, when I had a, my sciatica pop out of my herniated disc. Um, I got slammed really bad um, on my back from, uh, and it was actually the beginning of my career. It was uh, with Toxis. And that's when I was trans, like going over from being a straight power lifter to wrestling. So it was it was difficult to have my body adjust. And uh, once I took a, a pretty big spear from somebody that was three times the size of me, I I suffered for a while, but you know, I found ways to cope with it. I uh, did a lot of therapy and a lot of stretches and I know how to deal with it now to prevent me from it happening again. Or if it does, I know how to deal with it right away. Gotcha, gotcha. So you're talking about pow- um, powerlifting. Um, yeah. What um what is what is the um? What's your max weight? Yeah, max weight. Thank you. <laughs> I'm thinking of the word. <laughs> For what lift? <laughs> oh, any of them. Um. All right. That, that yeah, I, I compete that, like I, I haven't competed. Um, I compete in the 132 weight class, which is the 60 kg kilograms. So I, I actually promote that as a, who I am as a wrestler, too, the strong style. Yeah. So I benched on my last meet. I benched 205 with a pause, weighing at that weight. I deadlifted 452 pounds. That's lifting it off the ground. And then I squatted 380. Wow. And these are all single prep max, all in one day. I uh, totaled at 1,036 at 132 weight. Damn. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah, it's been about a year. In May, it will be a year since I last competed. Unfortunately, like a lot of people know, I was talking about, I was I was invited to the Arnold this year um, from that last meet that I gave you those numbers from. Mm-hmm. But what had my setback from it in the last couple months is that um, I was in training. You know, I was going over a couple of spots uh, with the students and stuff, and I actually uh, took a move, and I my knee pad was down and I, like, busted my knee out. So it stopped me from going to the Angel Gate show in Pittsburgh. I had to cancel that. And then I was also in training for the Arnold while I'm doing wrestling. And it was hard for me to adapt again because I took a month off instead of just continuously going. I was deadlifting, and I was at, I was deadlifting 405 pounds on my, like, third rep. And I dropped to my knees because I let my back loose, and I popped my sciatic through my herniated disc again. And I popped it back through, and I actually had to cancel my match that weekend. I was, I was supposed to face Casey Navarro at New Age Wrestling in Massachusetts. And that was uh, a setback. And then I just couldn't couldn't heal quick enough and then train uh, correctly to get to the Arnold to be able to do successful lifts. I wasn't going to go out there and be able to be better than I was in May for that, that meet. I was like, you know what? I lost my opportunity. But then I also had wonderful opportunities like Scarlett Bordeaux for Impact Wrestling come up and... I thought about it. I was like, you know, I can always pick up weights. I can always get qualified again. You know, like, 
this is my mess up, but you know what? Wrestling's now. So that's, I've been dealing with that in the last couple of months. You know, a lot of questions are like, wait, what happened? You didn't go to the Arnold. Listen, it's hard to wrestle. Like even Big E from WWE, he comes to my gym when they're at the Times Union Center in Albany, New York. And I've had conversations with him. Like I walked over to him after his workout, you know, you don't bother him. And I like asked him for tips because I was powerlifting and wrestling. He says, listen to your body, kid. You know what I mean? He's like, when your body tells you it's enough, listen to it. He's like, because there's only so long you could do both. And it was just something, you know, I always had in the back of my head as comfort, but I didn't like feel bad. Like I didn't, it didn't draw me away from powerlifting. But once I couldn't compete for the Arnold, I said, you know what? I'm not training for powerlifting anymore. I'm just going to be a wrestler. And that's, I want to get to, I want to get the TV. I want to be the best that I could be. There you go. I like that. Will you would you ever try doing it again in the future after wrestling is added away? Yes, I definitely I definitely will. Um even if it you know, if I get to a certain point in wrestling where I feel very confident enough and I wanna do a meet, I will, but like right now right right now as I sit here, I don't plan on doing it anytime soon. So I just I'm gonna give myself a little while, you know, like wrestling's one now, so that comes first. I think there was a, a question that somebody on our Facebook page was asking about. I mean, Dave just mentioned it was, where do you, at this point in time, where do you see yourself in like five years? I say five years, I, I, I would love to see myself on TV. I would love to see myself bigger, stronger, badder on TV, uh, more of an influence of, uh, I want to, you know, I, I, that's where I want to be. If it's WWE, AEW, uh, anywhere, you know, I'm Impact, you know, Ring of Honor, you know, it's just, I've been working hard. I'm hitting the three-year mark, and then sometimes I feel like it's been four, but then I tell myself, like, I, I get, I, people think I'm further along than I've already been. So it kind of gives me a little comfort. Um, you know, I give it to about five years, and if I don't progress on any level, I will probably, you know, throw it in the bag, you know, and do that because long-term, you know, I love the independent scene, but, you know, there's always much more out there. But for all I know, I'm going to be the best and I'm going to get where I want in five years. And that's the confidence that you need in this business is if you don't think you're going to go and you don't believe in yourself, then why are you even trying right now? Oh, you know, like, exactly. that, that's that's how I look at it. Exactly. <clears throat> wow. Dude, you got me speechless there. Um, <laughs> He's like, I forgot what the next question was. Um. <laughs> you guys are. <laughs> What's that? God. Uh, I said you guys are awesome. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> you too. Um. Okay. Let's go. Let's, let's get around that. Um. Okay. Out of all the women wrestlers out there, or men wrestlers, um, who would you like to wrestle that you haven't wrestled yet? On the independent scene or WWE, AEW, um, whatever. Like in general, just impact yeah. anywhere. In general, um, I would really like for WWE. I would so uh, it's, it's crazy. I would so love to face uh, Oksana because she's just so unique. You know, I haven't got a chance to face anybody on that Japan style wrestling. You know, and that's something like I've always thought in my head that I could probably have a fantastic match with, you know, go toe to toe with her. Um, on the independent scene, you know, I, I worked, I've worked, a, uh, I worked a four way match in Ohio, you know, and I've been always like thinking about it. Is Jody Threat, you know, she's uh, 
from Canada, I believe, if I'm correct. I would like to work her. And then there's also Lindsay Snow out there. It's Shannon Moore's girlfriend, and she's she's just a badass. You know, I feel like she just had me on my toes, you know, strong style-wise. So these are, like, women that have been actually on my mind recently where I just was like, you know, I'd love to have a chance in hell. I was supposed to face Caitlyn, you know, former WWE star this weekend, which, unfortunately, she's hurt. She hurt herself, hurt her knee, so she wasn't capable of making it, which got me to be booked against Mercedes. And, you know, I had, you know, I was trying to prepare myself for Caitlyn, and then Mercedes came in. I wasn't on my, I wasn't on the right game, you know. Mercedes got me, but, like, Caitlyn, I'd still, I still would, I still want that match with Caitlyn, like. I feel like I can run with the best, you know, she was, you know what I mean? She was out there, you know, I feel like I can, I can do it, you know? So, Caitlin, yeah, yeah. I still want, I would want that match with her. Speaking of, um, you ever have any matches, like, in the past where it was kind of booked last second, I guess, and, you know, you figured, um, need more time to prepare and you just kind of winged in, like, everything worked out for you? Um, actually, yes, I debuted for Shine Wrestling in New York City two months ago. Um, it was put on last second. Um, I had a friend hit me up, you know, they needed an extra worker, and I was like, yeah, I was so for it, you know what I mean? Whoever, I didn't care. So I actually faced Shotsky, um, and it was last second, you know, I got there, and by the time I knew it, we were on first, because I had to go to the next show for PPW, and it was a two-hour drive dif- distance, so it was an early show, and I had to get there and still go defend my title against Ali Rex, um, so, honestly, I tell you, like, there was no communication, it was, like, all out there, and, um, it ended up working out, I mean, it did, but, you know, at the same time, I took a, a loss, an L, so, but I would say that had to be one of the on the fly matches, I could say, that I, think, I went out there and did. I think that was uh, that that was something that we were mentioning to. I I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, we were asking about like wrestlers who like to have lots of preparation, and then ones that could kind of just improvise on the fly. And um, when we did the interview with Miles and Tim, Tim said him and Miles worked together. Yeah, really or, well. or yeah, or like people where there's like unexpected, like really good chemistry in the ring so yeah yeah if you have good chemistry with your opponent you're gonna go out there and you're not gonna have no doubts no worries or anything you're gonna feel actually more confident than you do already as a as as where you stand so there's some people that click some people that don't they can make it harder for other people it can make it easier you know it's just depends your mindset as a person you know some people you know have their head screwed on too tight some people don't some people it's loose and you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay, um, I, I always ask this question. Um, ha, um, have you ever... You're not going to ask that, are you? Yeah, I'm going to ask. I'm uh, going to ask. Okay. Have, you ever soiled oh. have you ever soiled yourself or throw up in a match? And did I lose her? And, and, and that's for the call. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Okay. Hey there. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm here. Oh, I'm here. Hold, hold, hold on, son. So, <laughs> I'm here. So the um, uh, we we thought that after that question that uh, that went off. So we we've been asking. Oh my god! What kind of question? They're gonna probably think I hung up. 
So, so Dave went to a he, he went to a show where Brian Pillman oh. Jr. like shit his pants, and since then we've been asking that question to wrestlers, regardless of if they're male or female. Like, has there ever been a time where you've shit your pants or gotten throw, sick or anything that's or... happened? So, <laughs> um, shitting the pants? No, that's not happened. You know, Thank goodness. I hope you guys don't ever think me because I do drink like two shakes a day. So it's, it is a fear. It is a fear for us wrestlers, you know. Especially when you get like the nervous pee right before you go out and stuff. Um, but I have actually thrown up. Um, not in the ring where everybody has seen. I've actually used to drink Red Bull when I first started. Um, I drink like a, a, a small one. And it would get to the point where I was out there and I was like not breathing. Like I, I wasn't like taking my time breathing in between like, you know, hurting or like solid moves and stuff like yeah. that. And then I remember in a triple threat match with uh girls that were just going a little too quick you know and i like told them slow down and i remember i was laying on my back and like my adrenaline started pumping i was starting to get actually mad like really mad and i was like oh my god so we're all doing a triple down i was like sitting there and i could feel it i was like you know how you do like the jumps like your chest starts jumping like you're about to throw up yeah, yeah. i was like oh shit. so i rolled out the ring hit the ground i rolled under and i threw probably a mouthful of red bull so then i just you know what i mean like joking around because i was a face so it didn't really i'm just saying i pulled the chair out looked at the chair i was like i don't need this put the chair so it made up an excuse why i was under the ring <laughs> meanwhile it's funniest thing that you can say this is my dad actually was at that show so afterwards i go in the back and then like i talk to him he goes what what happened why did why did you go why did you roll out the ring i said i threw up <laughs> and he was like oh my god i was like yeah well i wasn't gonna do it like all looks like a water fountain while i'm on my back so it was like water it was just straight water but like it's happened you know and i've been to the point where like you just gotta breathe in your nose out your mouth in your nose out your mouth so yeah, yeah. that's happened um and actually one other time draws I, room, I threw so. up awesome. i threw up uh before when i was on a water cut um this for that meet that was last year last may i was uh doing a water cut where you consume a good amount of water through the couple days high like a gallon and a half two gallons i got to two two and a half gallons and i had to wrestle wrestle i think it i think it was carissa rivera one of the people for dynasty wrestling in amsterdam new york and uh i went to run back out after i beat her i went to run back out to kick her leg in for being disrespectful and i literally looked at the promoter beforehand i was like i'm gonna throw up and then I actually ran back out, ran back in. I ran through the door, ran up, and I, like, leaned, leaned over the banister. And I probably threw up a gallon of water. I had, like, Mark Haggerty hold my hair up. I had one of the guys hold my feet. And they're like, everyone gets so concerned when something happens to me. Because, like, I'm, overall, like, I'm really I'm really tough. Like, I grew up tough. So I don't, like, nothing. When something bad happens to me, everyone's like, oh, my God, what's going on? Like, it's Christina. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Because I've always been, like, such a hard-headed, tough ass, like, inside and outside doesn't matter so that's that's happened it was like a gallon i literally it sounded like you were throw, i was throwing up my like a, a drinking like a, a night of drinking like that a scream yelling vomit but yeah those were only the two times but no shit in pants that hasn't happened <laughs> so so it's, so here's here's a funny story it's um <laughs> It's when people join in on the conversation midway through a, co- a topic like this. It's like, what are you guys talking about? So, JCL, say hello. Hey. Sorry yeah. I'm late. But yeah, he was nice, nice to meet you. Well, 
is rung a little behind, so he, he called us when we were talking about vomit and shit. So <laughs> seems like a riveting conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's a three man crew. You know what I mean? Oh, too funny. Uh, so any other cool things you guys got? <laughs> we're just. I want to hear what you guys got now. We're, really we're like getting a ball rolling. Ensemble, Let's go. Think about it. What's that? We're really like an ensemble. If you think about it, because if one of us can't show, someone always fills in. Yeah. Um, okay, um, have you, like, given anybody a receipt back in a match? What? Yes, I have. Um, I've had it, I've had it one time when I actually was, uh, This is too hot for TV. I know. Oh, I asked the question again. I just gave it time, I'm sorry. This story about Billy Joel and Bobby Sue. Oh my god. It's basically a bowl of sushi. Oh. Franz is spicy salmon, shrimp, avocado, crab stick, onion, crispy onion, sweet sauce, and sriracha sauce. Is she still there or? Yeah, just gotta give it time. Unfortunately, this call has been dropped. Let's call her back. Let's try that again. Has this been going on the whole time? No. Nah. It's been off and on, but that's the first time it actually cut off. Yes, we're getting this all recorded, too. So. All right. It's okay. It's a, it's a funny episode. When it's beeping like that, it usually means that the data's dead. Oh, yeah. you, you need to have a phone ring. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... Let's, all right, we're going we're gonna to pause this again. And let's pause this. Okay, we're still around? I'm sorry, I lost connection. That's all right. We know you're driving, and we, me and Fran, we Uber, and we always talk to each other when we're, like, in between rides, and um, it drops a lot on us. I know, it's horrible, especially when I'm up in the mountains coming up 88, heading towards Albany, yeah. or, like, heading towards, like, Waynesburg. I always hit that, like, three dead zones. Up in the mountains. Uh, uh, what was, at the what was I saying? I totally forgot what I was saying. I'm sorry. Have you ever given a receipt to somebody? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I have. Um, I, I like I said, I had that match at ECWA with a girl that actually does straight customs. It's very disrespectful to even be booked. That was, you know, another reason. So I actually, you know, I had a back pocket match that. Wearing that training. So if you ever face somebody that's unexperienced. It could be, it could be, like comforting because like I I could call it my eyes closed. Um, she no sold everything. Um, it was actually in front of my family too. Because mm. <laughs> uh, they came out to Atlantic City with me, and I actually had to really beat the piss out of her and shoot camel clutch her to get her to really tap. And the ref, um, he was new. He's very short. He was in training, but he you know he's. He's a good friend of mine. I mean, meeting him through the business. He knew during the match, I said, what the hell is going on? And she literally wouldn't listen to me at all. Like, she, I had to legit hit her, grab her, slam her, choke her, do everything to get her to really finish the match. Like, she thought it was... Wow. Well, I'm going to go out here and do what I want. Like, screw you. I don't care about the promoter. I don't care about the fans. I don't, like, just selfishly. So that has happened. Um, so she wanted the business for herself? Um, 
Yeah, so, oh my god, uh, yeah, more of the behind the curtain I never understood why people person. do that. That's all I'm gonna like, say. You ruin your reputation. Um, but she had that, had that happen, so. Um, has, has anybody, really, has anybody gave so you one? I, yeah, um, probably had definitely in training, um, receipt where, uh, uh, what? Is Mr. Robotto? <laughs> I faced Nikki Adams. Um, she previously just fractured her nose like a week, week and a half before that. Okay. I smacked her face on the outside while we're on the floor from the ring, and I happened to literally clip her nose. Ooh. Like with my fingertips. So when I did it, it's actually on YouTube. If you go to look up Nikki Adams, Christina Marie, it's on the floor. I clipped her nose. I went, I knew it was like fire in her eyes. So I already knew right away. I was like, hit me. Go ahead, hit me. And I literally had that mark on my chest for about a week and a half. She lit me up and I was like, oh, ooh, ah, like a scream. You know, and that actually it's funny because like I got marks on my chest now. Mercedes Martinez is the, now the hardest chopper that's ever chopped me in my life. So, but yeah, that's happened before. That was a question we were asking before. Is, yeah. Uh, who, who hits the hardest chops? So. And Piggy Sanchez uh, says he does. Mercedes Martinez, man. Don't mess with her. Jeez. Yeah, I've seen her. I, I don't want to mess with her anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, she's, she's quite intimidating. I thought maybe the look was everything, but no, she has it in the bag. So. <laughs> she's got she's badass. Um. Other than that, you know, those are the two people that have put the marks to me. Um, Tessa Blanchard uh, put, put a good mark in me, too, you know what I mean? A good jab, you know, her punches are pretty serious, so. Yeah. But, you know, like, again, you know, there's so many people that get away with punching me, so she was one of them. <laughs> I mean, I didn't have a choice. I fell. <laughs> I mean, jeez. <laughs> uh, Okay, I, I always I always ask like uh, funny road stories or funny wrestling stories. Do you have any for us? Um, wrestling stories. Uh, when I was in training, actually, uh, I did a ride with Shockwave and like Rick Recon, and we all rode up to Bangor, Maine, when I was still a trainee, and uh, I was supposed to wrestle Mistress Belmont, which she didn't make it those two days those shows that was for two days because she had a lot of personal stuff going on in her life um but it was eight hour drive up from new york oh my goodness um my trainer always believes in the whole ribs you know when people used to just tear people around you can like leave your stuff anywhere or things would happen or you, know, you fall asleep they draw on your face you know they do all that stuff so um being out in Maine, my trainer wanted to teach us all, like, you know, the old school way, just in case if anyone were to mess with us. So, I remember I was, uh, I slept on the floor next to the bed that we pulled off from a twin, two bed, and then Rick slept on a bed. But the whole night, he told me, he's like, you guys better not fall asleep or you're going to get messed with, or this and that, you're going to get your hair cut, my eyebrow shaved. That's not, I remember that whole weekend, I didn't sleep, and I had to wrestle one of my very first matches out there. So I was tormented. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was shaking my sleep because I was like, is this guy going to shave my head? Is he going to shave my eyebrow? So, like, I never got any sleep. Oh, um, gosh. Other than that, funny road stories, like, I can't really, like, think off the top of my head because, like, 
I've been traveling a lot by myself recently, besides John, just tra traveling with, like, John. I used to tra travel with uh, Rick Recon, but, like, nothing, like, to an extent where it was, like, you know, road stories, you know. Um, do you have any interesting, um, do you have any interesting, like, fan interaction, like, things you could actually mention right now? Oh, those, oh, interaction um i was out in whitehall actually like uh for world of hurt when i was wrestling there and um they do have the armory and stuff and then there's a sports across the street i had a swarm full of kids i was with my friend my friend from high school um with me and he like this when i started you know like he didn't believe in like the whole like wow you got fans like it's kind of like unrealistic to people that isn't in the business and then when they see it they're like that's I had about a swarm of, like, five to ten kids come in, swarm around me and take pictures, and it ended up being, like, 20 minutes by the time I got out of stores and stuff. And then I had I had him end up getting pictures with the, the fans because they thought he was, like, my manager or whatever. And, like, <laughs> it made his day. It made his day, you know. Like, oh, my God, is this what it's like? I'm like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, I love kids. I love being able to, like, give them, like, influence like influence them to be for themselves you know but uh other than fans wise you know what i mean besides like you know your fan will get about hey let me see your feet you know all that like weird crap that every female gets you know um nothing anything where i was like oh that uh, so it's all been positive experience Mr. Oh, no. Roboto. Oh, no. <laughs> Damn it, don't you tell me. We're losing it. Ah. Okay, we're taking phone calls from now on. You're giving us your number. <laughs> I told you we should do phone numbers. Let's do this. Well, in this case, no, it was for the last one. It doesn't matter. Shall we just hang up and call her back? Wait, come up. We'll call her back. Oh, you want to pause it? No, I'm screwed. Just let it go through. Okay. I can, I. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not your um, fault. Actually, this is a bad experience that actually recently happened. Happened. Uh, it was at Battlefront Pro Wrestling in Massachusetts, and when I won the center ring title, um, a fan came up to me, wanted one of my last shirts. So. Me being nice, I even, like, knocked five bucks off of my price, you know, it was a limited edition, and I kind of felt bad because it looked like, you know, the person wanted it more than anything. So, long story short, I go to write his name on my shirt because he wanted it, sign it, everything, and then I was like, oh, you, you know, since you bought something, you can get a picture with me. That's, you know, that's how I do it. You purchase something of mine, you get a picture with me. Yeah. Um, and he, so I was like, all right, cool, you know what I mean? I was like, that would be 15 when they're usually 20. He's like, all right, and then he went to go say, like, his wallet was way over there, which, why would your wallet be over there? And he went to go walk away. I took the shirt right off him. I said, like, you're not paying for it? I was like, don't ever bother me again. And I literally, because he was trying to rob me, like, legit, because he looked at me. I was like, are you going to pay for that? And he's like, huh? And I was like, what? Like, I didn't know if there's something wrong with him, you know, because there's a lot of people that, you know, you don't know. But, yeah. like, after I confirmed that he wasn't going to buy it, after we just talked about it 3.5 seconds ago about the price, it was like he tried robbing me. And then I found out later that night that someone took one of my five by sevens because I got little action photos. Yeah. So, like, if kids can't afford the 10 
ten dollars but want a picture of me and they can buy the five or whatever. Um, I found out one got bought, but another person came up earlier that night and tried having me sign when I had one of my friend's girlfriends watch my table. Yeah. So there's been situations where fans think they're think they're sneaky and And that with a lot of people, you know, and I, any questions I can ask or any questions I can answer, if it can make them feel better about themselves or yeah, be able to think better, you know, I, I've had good and bad experiences, but like nothing like crazy off the wall, like where I've gotten chased to my car or anything. Yeah. Oh gosh, um, <laughs> I remember um going to House of Hardcore and I was talking to um John Morrison or Nitro or. Whatever last name wants to be. Johnny Impact. Impact, Johnny whatever Johnny whatever name he wants to be. And he, so he asked me to watch his table. And I'm like, I watched his table the whole time. And I'm like, when is he coming back? He was in the bathroom for like like maybe like 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, hey, you gotta like, go when you gotta go. Hey, and I'm like, and everybody's like, are you going to come watch the show? And I'm like, I can't. I'm watching his table. I have to watch John Morrison's table. <laughs> I'm like, I have to watch this table. He asked me to watch it, and, and I don't want him to take I'm an a-hole and just walk away. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you were obligated. Yes. I hope he remembers like, me I, next time. I, 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 you know why when people need to go to the bathroom before they go out and wrestle, they go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. So they don't pull a pillman. <laughs> yeah. So no, you know, but, even with the muffler, it doesn't really work so much. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's old school, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Ah, that was fun. <laughs> okay, what else? <laughs> you got anything else? Um, did you have any... Mm. Did you have anything that you wanted to plug that you can remember? Like, because I know you said you, that, like, you were doing this all off the top of your head. Oh. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> sorry, I broke up. What did you say? No. <laughs> oh, sorry, was, there, sorry. was there any upcoming? Was there any upcoming oh, shows? There ain't no... Yeah. Ah, this is awesome. Was there any upcoming shows or anything that you want to promote? Damn. <laughs> this is like a freaking. <laughs> ah. So this much. is. So much editing. I'm just going to leave this all over. We're doing this live. <laughs> oh, this is fun. <laughs> I think this isn't a Facebook. No, I'm here. Oh, no. um, I'm, pretty, I'm a pretty blunt person, so I think it's funny that you guys like ask these questions. Like, It brings out like who I am as a genuine person, and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty ruthless. Like, Friends know, like, I say some ruthless things, you know, just always make people laugh, or the unexpected, you know what I mean? Like, things that you don't think a normal female would say, not like saying I'm, like, crazy, or, like, I do, like, everybody has a fresh mouth, they, like, they have their their words that they use, but, like, me, I, I always try to, like, make jokes, like, if it's, you know what I mean, like, yeah. make somebody laugh, it's unique, you know? So, I, I really think it was cool that you guys asked me that question, kind of, like, made it more interesting. <laughs> yeah. I think it's fun trying to ask crazy questions once in a while. Did you poop yourself? I, I always use the word soiled just because it's different. Because, because it's more proper. Yes. Asking if somebody soiled their pants. It's more professional to ask someone if they soiled themselves. I think, um, was there any um, upcoming shows or anything that you haven't mentioned that, that you want to um, mention right now? 
Um, at my lo- my hometown in Schenectady, um, the school that I trained at is actually running one of their second or first shows that we are out out besides the students being able to do birthday parties, and it's at the Schenectady YMCA. Um, it's this Saturday coming up, the 23rd. Um, I'm supposed to be facing Megan. She's trained out of Damian Adams um, training facility. Uh, Shockwave the Robot will be there. We got Andrew Anderson, Johnny Moran. Uh, Johnny Jack Cash was supposed to be on the show, but recently he just got hurt, so he will no longer be there. So that's the upcoming show this Saturday. And then the following Saturday, I am actually taking my return to MAW in Ohio after it's been a year. And I'm really looking forward to that because, you know, first time I ever went out there, you know, they treated me like family. Like, it was one of the most home-feeling crowd without me being home that I've uh, felt in some time besides my home at PPW. Um, but those are the upcoming shows in March. Um, April 3rd, I am at Battle Club Pro in New York City, uh, WrestleMania weekend. So that's going to be very interesting. I'm looking forward to that. And then I'm back at Standalone Wrestling SWF uh, the following weekend. So those are my upcoming events that are coming up. Nice. I, I'm a fan of Standalone. I think they do a good job. Yeah, you were talking about that. Oh and my god, I, they're awesome. I, I think um, Frank professional, so. Frankie Picard said um, Chad pays him on time and everything, and that's awesome to hear that. No, yeah. no there's yeah, it, it, being a professional promoter and the way you treat your talent, you get you get the best out of us. You know, like what you put in, you get out. Exactly. So like he, you know, what I mean you. He gives you your money beforehand, you know, if you need it. Like me, I travel four hours, so I always need my pay in advance when it's further yeah. and stuff. And he's never, you know, ha- said no. There was no, you know what I mean? He's always, just he's just a, he's a professional promoter. And I, you know, I appreciate that because there's so many, you know, there's only so many out there, you know. Like McKeegan, Anthony McKeegan that runs uh, PBW. He's very professional, you know. I've, I've never had any issues with promoters besides my feud with uh, Mike Tagliari. <laughs> so. yeah, a lot of people have problems with him. Oh, that's what happens. Like <laughs> through I through think through, he's through, a pot, through experience yeah. and uh, word of mouth. So it's not yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to bring up the story, but um, yeah, he said something about somebody's father passing away, and made fun of him, and they. This family doesn't want to do anything with... Um, Basically, he just got blacklisted. Yeah. <clears throat> so, it, I could tell you off this, but I don't want to say it on. You know what I mean? Who it was. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. So, because I'm good friends with him and all that stuff. Um, I'm trying to think. Have you ever done anything for um, Matt Tremont? No, I have not. I... He does a he does a great job. He's training these kids and watching these kids wrestle. Um, last Monday was amazing. They for what show? Um, really, it was just a um, five dollars show to teach the kids how to wrestle in front of the crowd. And it was there any, or was it just him just saying like I'm just going? Okay, I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, and I think he does a great job. You should try to try to get, um, see how, what he does. You know what I mean? Is he for, uh, he's more he's more hardcore, but but like what he's doing with the kids are amazing. I'm calling them the Metri my kids. <laughs> you know the Jerry kids and 
Yeah. <laughs> yes, I guess. <laughs> so, um, do you, social media, if anybody wants to find you. Uh, social media, you can follow me on Twitter at PowerStrongXO, and you can follow me on tw- uh, Instagram, sorry, at MS underscore Christina Marie. And also I have a like page on Facebook. It's called The Courageous Christina Marie. You can hit the like button, send me messages. It just takes a little time for me to get back. You know, if you're very respectful, you'll get an answer from me. It's just be patient. Those those social media names are much easier to uh, remember than Pinky's Twitter that I still had to Google search and I still couldn't find well, it. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not good with Twitter as much as you know the Instagram and the Facebook. You know, it's still it's yeah. Twitter's kind of its own separate era. world as it is. So right. <clears throat> I'm still learning Twitter. I, I just know how to retweet and digital write a whole bunch of hashtags and maybe one word. <laughs> <laughs> And Fran keeps on telling me I need to stop. <laughs> what what are you saying? Fran tells me I need to keep um stop liking my own comments. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, definitely man. something you should do. He's no, this this is actually what he does. He writes a he writes yeah. a he, he posts something as one profile and then likes it as the other profile. As his alias. <laughs> oh my god. He's, he's that's pulling. like being personal page going to my fan page and then being like I upload a photo on the first like yeah it'd be like if Mick Foley wrote a post on Facebook and Cactus Jack liked it he's giving himself a pat on the back like Bird because I have friends on the other one and I have people on the other one so I was just trying to spread them out because I don't want them all on the same page I don't know why all of them, most of us are like that, you know. Eventually, identity. I'll start deleting a lot of people off my personal page because I built it off, you know, and then they followed my fan page. Eventually, it's gonna, it's gonna cut my friends back, you know, people that I've, met, if I met you and stuff like that, I'll leave it. And even my friends, other than that, people I don't know, like I catch myself deleting people. I'm like, how did you even get on here? I don't want to <laughs> see this appropriate stuff. Get off of this. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, I can control that. Let me delete. You know, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Delete. You know, that, that's the internet for you. Oh yeah. Did you um b- before we hop off? Did you have anything else that you wanted to mention before uh, we end this? Um no, I just really appreciate you guys. Uh, you know, being able to have time to do this again. I know I was supposed to be on a, a couple weekends ago, and then I had a family emergency given last second. Oh and, no! Uh, did you? Oh, I, I didn't know that. Huh? I think you had somebody else. No, really? Oh, jeez. I thought it was you guys. I'm no, so no, sorry. No, no, no. It was, it was us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See? Well, now you're making fun of so, myself. So, I'm sitting so, here scratching my head like me. So there isn't any mix-up stories. It was uh, us the entire time. It was us the whole time? Oh. Yes. It was us. I didn't. I didn't. It was me all I thought I booked everything. I did that wrong? Oh, gosh. It's my fault. <laughs> oh. Blame it all on Dave. But no, I really appreciate it, you know, and it was a, definitely a pleasure talking to you guys and being able to answer all, any of the questions that anybody had, you know, I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, I, definitely. I like to, I always say this to everybody, um, when you come on to Instagram, you're family, so welcome to the family. Thank you. Oh my God, very warm welcome. And also, if there was ever anything that you wanted to promote, then you're welcome to on the pages. We always try to... We always try to encourage that so people can get their names across for the ones that don't know, you know. 
And I'll share some of your stuff, guys' stuff so I can help promote you guys for, you know, the upcoming talent you guys are going to promote. Thank you very much. To. Thank you. Of course. Appreciate the least you. I can do, you know. Hey, you wash one hand, you wash the other. I mean, if you have dirty hands. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. But it was definitely a pleasure. You know, thank you, guys. Thank you. All right. It's perfect because I'm just getting home. I'm five minutes away. So. Oh, look at that. You made my time worth <laughs> worth it, like driving. Besides the the disconnections, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it it happens. That's uh, uh, we actually had a discussion about that because it was like, oh, let's take a phone call. It's like, no, Facebook. With Facebook, it cuts off. All, why you got the. He, like oh, JCL <laughs> over here has the too sweet like hand signal. I'm like, I what was are you doing? It just <laughs> it unconsciously. Just, it just came naturally because because you love wrestling. So yep. um, yeah, yeah. No, it was it, it, this. This was awesome. We got we we all gotta get together and chat again sometime. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm I might I might try to go to the standalone show if I can. Oh, that's awesome! You should come check it out. Seriously. Yeah, um, be worth it. I'm always hanging out. I'm always hanging around with Frankie Picard anyway, and I bet I'll be driving him there. So yeah, we're close. A, we're close. Uber driver, I'll so. be his Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is DB Richards. And this is Fran and, and JCL. And this was Christina Marie. Yep. Have a good night. Bye, guys. See you. <laughs> so that was good, man. Do you have any um? upcoming dates that you need to mention before we go yeah i think i do so finding out next week it's a regular podcast by the way you don't have to say it like that just because i do (laughs) no i I don't know it's just a regular podcast no interviews um and then we got drew blood on march 31st you know what i mean every single time you say drew blood i always think true blood I can understand. Um, it's kind of crazy because, like, when I was talking, taking the ride up to um, New Jersey with him and um, Devin, um, Devin Moore, and um, he goes, "When are you gonna get me on the show? When are you gonna get me on the show? When are you gonna get me on the show?" And like, I didn't know yet because I didn't know how I was gonna book everything. See, man, don't you feel like a big shot? You make the calls. You're gonna be on the show at this time. Yes. So we're gonna have. Him on the 31st, and that's going to be awesome. Then um, we hit our 100th episode. Woohoo! I know. Which, which episode 100, it's actually... WrestleMania of, weekend. No, no, no. It's kind of in like Ric Flair speak where it's like, yeah, 16-time champion, even though he's more like a 25 or whatever. Because if you go on our SoundCloud page, by the way, this is plugging other things, You'll see Marks at a Round Table and Single Shot episodes. So we're actually probably around 125, but the official episodes that also include the interviews will we'll be at 100, like you said, yeah. WrestleMania weekend. So, so we, can, we can just have an episode bringing back people that were on the show, see if they want to come on. You know what I mean? You got to get the Blue Meanie, man. It's so hard to find, get anybody It's so hard to find the Blue Meanie. You can find them at the fucking Waffle House. Come on, man. (laughs) Okay, I'll figure out what I can do for episode seven. Oh, by the way, that was not an insult because Waffle House is awesome. (laughs) Speaking of which, we gotta go there sometime, so. Okay, she'd send the photo. Awesome. um, April, April 14th, it's my birthday weekend. Boo, I mean, awesome. How old are you? 
I'm going to hit 40. Big 4-0. Yes. So, I picked the wrestler of the independents, Mike Dell. This dude over here is such a Mike Dell mark, and I don't know why. I don't know what it is either that I fell in love with the dude at Wildcat Pro. Now, if for some odd reason he would be listening to this episode, um, that's not a knock on him. It was just that the very first show we saw him at, the one that you were just talking about, you didn't even know the guy. No. You were just like, this guy's awesome. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> he instantly fell in love with Mike Dell. Man. But, like, now, looking at all this stuff, he just had a recent match with Frankie Picard for um, a title match, you know what I mean? And the match was amazing. And then he had another one with, it was a King of King of Three Ways, um, Frankie Picard, and two other guys, you know what I mean? Dude, it was a great match. So, and then, April, this is up to you guys, April 21st, take a day off, or do a podcast. Take a day off. Take a day off. Okay, we're and gonna... you need to take a day off. This guy over here is wrestling 24-7, and I tell him, I'm like, we need to take a break. Eat, sleep, wrestling, repeat. We need to take a break, even if it's just 24 hours. So, it is Easter. See, he doesn't want to talk about this. <laughs> hold up, hold up. Let me finish this. April 21st. I finish talking about why, because I love April wrestling. 21st is Easter, so we're taking off. So Easter's not a I just asked you guys, what do you want to do? And he he's the first one to go, take the day off. That he had like 15 he, of them. He actually was. I'm fucking ribbing you, man. <laughs> I know, I'm ribbing you guys too. You don't like ribs. <laughs> but, and then April 28th, I got this dude's making a name for himself in the independent scenes. He's hitting Japan. He's hitting Canada. He's hitting everywhere else. The classic Eric Martin. I got one question. And that is awesome, by the way. Why were you going like this? I don't know. It's like, Hercules, 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 Hercules. This guy over here is like geeking out. He's like, we got these, we got this. But like, literally, he's been hitting everywhere. He just had a match with Carino, the kid, not the yeah. Steve. Um, Colby. Yeah, Colby. And um, because my, my, uh, I gotcha. Um. So he had a match with him, and the match was like almost a five-star match. It was that perfect, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Where did this come from? And it was at a Mike Keener Appreciation Day. Yeah. And I was like, that was the best match I've seen the whole night. And then things went down. Somebody didn't pay somebody, and people didn't get paid. And and then we were rescheduling this one um, for May 12th. Because he, I talked to him because I lost his interview for a single shot on here. And we're bringing Tupa T back to do an interview. And we're going to ask the same questions we so asked. So i got a question to ask you. Um, yeah. What exactly is single shot? For the people that, for the people that don't. I, single shot was like a thing that I was going to try to do like a small thing every time there's a. Like tell, an interview tell, day just to do a tell, podcast tell me, tell me if this is more of a better description. It's kind of like a marks of the round table without the round table. Yeah. And just interviews and talking, yeah. Yeah. It was just, it was going to take the spot of, if we do an interview, we get something the next day to take that spot. For the, like talking about 
whatever. You know what I mean? And you like doing outtakes. You're a big fan of outtakes. Yeah. I like hack off and say, you gotta keep that for sound clips. Yes, I like sound clips because... Oh, yeah! We got a sound clip! You wanna hear it? It's not, uh... It's not the hotline, is it? No! I... Oh, wait. We need the hotline. Before I end this, there's one more. We got one of the legendary independent wrestlers, primetime Amy Lee, on May 26th. Every single time you say that, I keep thinking you're saying you're about to say Illich Skipper. (laughs) I mean, no, that that no, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a good interview, though. It is, dude. She's been around the business for a long time, yeah, like the eighties. Wow. Really? Yeah, she's she's a big name in independence. It sucks that she she has a picture on Facebook with her and Jim Nightheart, and it looks awesome. You know what I mean? But um, that it's gonna be a great interview. Yeah. Um, what was the thing I was gonna say? Um, you were gonna talk about. I went playing. You had a brain fart. Holy crap. You just pulled a Pillman in your head. So, on... Okay, I got another thing. Um, What are you doing March 25th? Don't call people out over a recording. We'll talk about this. No, 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 no. I'm just asking what you're doing March 25th. I don't know. Are you, do you work? He wants to know if you want to come along for Mr. Ooh-la-la. No, no, no. That's not that. Um. Well, when when is that one? That one's the 20... Isn't it the Saturday? Or Saturday? It's a Monday. Yeah, 20, 23rd. It's the 23rd. It's in the afternoon. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? But no, the 25th. Um, Matt Tremont does the student thing. Teaching the students how to um, put on shows and all. And I went to it. And it was amazing. And I was seeing if you want to come and watch it. You know what you, I mean? It's $5 should, to get in. You guys, should, you guys should play the announcers and oversell. Like, somebody has a body slam. My guy pulled oh, the table. I was told to keep on hackling the ring announcer. I kept on, the ring announcer went, and one fall. Dude, you said one fall like five minutes ago. Can we, like, have a different fall? Heckling? Oh, yeah, having well, fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they asked the perfect man for that. Here we go. Yeah. So, I want to go back and find the, where is it? Where the hell, where did it go? All right, so while... Oh, here it is. Oh, Ready? Geez, come on. <laughs> oh, I need to... This is the Bulldozer Matt Tremont. If there's one professional wrestling podcast to listen to today, it is the Insiguri Podcast. Check them out. You like that? You saved that for an intro. I know. I just want to show you what I got. You, just, you, 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 were, just, you were just geeking out. This is on my phone. Yeah, I... This is so awesome. It's so great, man. Sorry. No, you know what? When you sent that to my phone, because no no knock, but I don't have your name saved on there because we're always talking on Facebook, so I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> it's a sound clip from a 610 or whatever it was. Oh, really? But, um... Oh, yeah, God. the... What the hell was it? We got plugs. Let's do some plugs before we go. We already said goodbye earlier, but we're going to say goodbye again. Uh, do you have any shout-outs? I got shout-outs. I got a lot of shout-outs. I would like to say thank you to every single wrestler that came on the Insiguri and the future ones that are going to come on and talk to us. 
us crazy guys asking if someone wants to, if you ever soil yourself or piss yourself or threw up in a match. These are the important questions that you must ask. Oh, yeah. Because also you have a, to ask them. Also give a shout out to all the Facebook pages that let us do oh my our gosh. shit on their page. Like Russell and Cave, Ace Porter, right, 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 right. Yeah. Well, that's like, all, that's all Ace yours, Porter, man. that's yours. It's like Ace Porter, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm eating. Don't mark out. <laughs> it's like you're messing up with my seafood. The cat's behind you. Oh, hi. <laughs> has, she's got like a freaking stalker's glare going. Um, um, so yeah, we got Russell Cave, we got Mark Out Club, and yep. we have uh, Josh Ho's Five Takes. Five Takes. And we have the man who does everything, George Palmerino. What does he do? I don't know. He does everything. Oh, he does. Oh, okay. Didn't know he does everything. Um, I know, it's hard to tell. <clears throat> we also have... I would, really, I would like to thank you guys. Oh, I don't think, I don't think I do that often. Because we bitcher and bitch and back and forth and I'm a dickhead. What's, what's bitcher? I don't know. I, I <laughs> bitching whatever. <laughs> I, I also I, like to give a. I also like to give a shout out to you, <gasps> me, because I am your biggest supporter and your biggest critic. I know. You. And every single time I bitch at you about anything, you know that it's for the better good. Yeah. Um, this would. guy, this guy right here, though, when we first started doing the interviews, I told him, I said, "You're the man in charge of that, because you're the one that appreciates it the most." So that's why I wanted to do that. Yeah. Um. And I'm like, I love stories. I love hearing stories. I love because, like, the first time I ever heard stories. It was like reading a book. Yeah, you know I mean, this guy right here will mark out over a handshake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did I tell you about the handshake? You don't need to yes, you did. You told us about it last week. We don't need to hear about it, was it again. Awesome. It was amazing. That was the weirdest handshake I ever did in my life. Well, since we're giving out shout-outs, I like to give a shout-out to Poke Bros, which is this new food spot I found that is absolutely delicious. And it's not a plug, but it kind of is. So if you Yo, find one, you got to go to it. You, you are... A big food aficionado. Mm-hmm. Oh, you'll do the plugs for the food. Yo, did I tell you? I have an idea for shirts. You did? Yeah. What's up? Okay. So my first shirt, uh, it's gonna be a Jurassic Park shirt. No, and you didn't. No, you did mention. I that. did that. Did I want? Mm-hmm. Did I tell you about the Charlie Brown like the peanuts one? I no. think you might have. Okay, the peanut one's gonna be us three as peanut characters. And with Instagram on the top. I don't want to be a Peanuts character. I have a big head to start out with. You know <laughs> no, no, no. You know it, why? It'd be like double size on a Peanuts you know, character. You know why? It's a joke. Can we be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles instead? Um, we'll do something soon. I'm, I'm going to do all gimmicks and <coughs> stupid things. You know, like all cartoons, I'm going to try to do, you know what I mean, gimmick-wise for shirts. But the shirt that I was thinking about, the Peanuts, because I'm allergic to Peanuts. So that's why it's funny. Ah. Uh. Just get it now, you know what I mean? And my third one, a bowl of ramen with our three heads. That, I love that one, to be honest This with. is where we've reached the black hole of this episode. It's just going to keep going and going. So we're going to cut this off, and we will talk next week. Yes, next week. Podcast yeah. week, yeah. Yep. 
podcast. Stop, stop doing that. A regular podcast episode. <laughs> Every episode that we do is a regular podcast. I know. Okay. I know. I was saying that. I was saying that in conversation one time to break down <laughs> interviews and non-interviews. You don't have to say that stuff over the air. But it's my job. But it's kind of funny because how I wrote it out. You said regular podcast. <laughs> I don't need to see that shit, man. All right, this is friend. This is DB Richards. This is JPCL. JPCL. <laughs> Sorry. This is Pokey Bros. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Sorry, this was really. <laughs> I bet it is. Thank <laughs> you.